HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network since 2009. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. We talk about food. We talk about music. With musical dudes. Finger on the pulse. Snacky Tunes. Hello and welcome to Snacky Tunes. I'm your host, Darren Bresnitz. We are so excited to be sitting down with the CEO of Cherry Bomb, Kate Miller-Spencer. The brand recently launched a WeFunder, which is currently in the community round. Side note, we are an angel investor, and if you want to get involved, we have a link in the episode description to read all about it. We talk about how digital media has now been shifting into the physical side to support their community wants and desires, how to marry the business side with the content side, and what the future of the magazine brand events, everything looks like and how it's all working together. And then we're digging deep into the archives for one of my personal favorite performances from She Keeps Bees. It might just be the best song to ever close out an episode, and we're bringing it back for you today. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Snacky Tunes here on Heritage Radio Network. Good. 
Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank you for making the time to sit down with us. As you know, huge, long, I guess the lifespan long fan of Cherry Bomb and excited to have you on the show. Um, great, to, great to meet you via radio. Great to meet you. Yes, I am absolutely thrilled to be here. Um, I know I, you're a longtime supporter. You're a longtime fan. You're also an angel investor. I am an angel investor, and congratulations on the WeFunder. We're going to be talking about that uh, a little bit later. And, you know, normally when we have someone of, of your great history and reputation on the show, uh, we would do like a tell me your story, like things like that. But Carrie did such a great job on the episode that you were on with Radio Cherry Bomb. I would actually just point people to go listen to that episode. Um because I think that's a great suggestion for sure. Because <laughs> that's where I really got to know you and got to know how how uh, invested you are in the world of media and and what you've built and what you've seen and things like that. And that sort of informed the conversation I want to have with you today. But if you want a bio, you can just pause right here, go into your episode of Radio Cherry Bomb and get everything you need to know about you and your background and things like that. Um, so now that you've rejoined us after listening to the episode of Cherry Bomb, I'd love for you to paint a landscape of the independent publishing scene right now. What are the benefits? What are the challenges? What, what's going on with, with, you know, people who are printing and making magazines? I, well, that is our primary business. That's how we launched as a print publication. But I would say when Cherry Bomb launched, we were very much considered to be niche and indie. And I'm sure we'll get into what's going on in the economy, but I would say we are in the the center of what's happening in the zeitgeist. And because of that, it's a little bit of, of our moment. I wouldn't say that's true for all indie mm-hmm. media companies. I think that there's been a long time span here where everyone thought in order to succeed, you had to just be bigger. And so mm. you look at all of the digital born companies who went out and bought other companies to become bigger, it was that idea of scale. And scale is still going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that scale, mm-hmm. scale is, a, is, a, is one part of the game, but there's really nothing in the middle anymore. You're either super independent niche and you do something very specific for an audience that's very passionate, or you're mass and you're talking to as many people as possible. Sure, sure, sure. And I think... I think uh, we've seen this in restaurants too. It's it's the super big that do really well and the super small niche that do really well. And the middle is sort of like this, you're either getting squeezed or you're not doing well or, or your margins are so thin because there's only so much you can charge for a sandwich, a bowl of noodles, a burrito or things like that. And so Cherry Bomb does have a strong 
brand and it does sit in this and you can look at it and say 10 years in you have these events you have all these things i know carrie was out last night talking um uh doing a book launch and things and everything like that but it's easy to be like well i see that they're totally fine what would i be wrong about thinking that you were just fine sustainable i don't need to worry about the brand being here in 10 years I think that we, the reason why we're doing a capital raise right now is because this is our moment to become a bigger brand in many ways. And I feel like because we are a brand first, even more so than a media company first, we Mm. have the opportunity to play in a lot of different spaces that we have not stepped into yet. And that includes Cherry Bomb as a space, Cherry Bomb as brands and products. Um, I, you know, it's, when you Think about in business school, they ask you, how do you develop a brand? Sure. And and the whole question you have to ask yourself is, could you picture a cherry bomb car seat for a child or a baby stroller? And if you could picture it in your head, we're a brand. We mean something. There's a very mm. recognizable aesthetic. We, we have a lot of passionate followers. And I think the people have really latched on to Carrie's initial mission, which is about joy and community and celebration. And uh, so, yeah, I think that we we could be fine if we did not raise money. So we would still be here 10 years from now bootstrapping. But I feel like when you put this much heart and soul into something and you have so many people who, there's really only two people that I find. They either have never heard of it and you introduce them to Cherry Bomb and they fall in love or they're obsessively passionate oh, fans yeah. already. So I think that that's like, that's the opportunity is going and finding all those people who don't know about us yet. Yeah, I definitely think that you've had such a strong community coalesce around the brand in the last few years. What has, what's been the behind the scenes work to grow that even more? So we started as the magazine right. and then we added podcasting yes. and i feel like right at the moment in time that social media took off the editorial team embraced social media as a way to stay connected to our audience and i feel like that circle of mm. promoting it on social getting people to listen to a podcast and then come to an event and buy the magazine that has been our secret sauce for a long time um i think the, the expectations for what cherry bomb can do uh, are very, very high. Our audience is incredibly demanding and they absolutely <laughs> want more of everything that we're doing. Um, so I, yeah, it's definitely a situation where we have to be very sensitive to what people believe the brand is and stay true to that. There's always a, a risk when you scale. That of course. You're going to lose some of your innocence. Uh, no, of course. I mean, you've you have done more. Like you do have the podcast, but you also have offered um, more events. As I mentioned, you know the Molly Bass book launch that was last night. You have the Jubilee. There's more national tours and things like that, which is a lot, especially when they all want carry or or you know like at the event, and it puts it puts a big pressure on finding that right balance. But there is that thing of that new physical element. So many things are digital, right? Like, and yes, you have the hard copy of, of the magazine, which I think goes a far away, but people want to go and be a part of the community. Yes, they do. Yeah. How much, how much can you give the people? Like how much is the right amount? If you're saying that like, cause you could do 
Jubilee every quarter probably wouldn't be as successful as once or twice a year in different cities. Like, how do you strike that right balance? Well, let's start with Carrie Diamond as yes. the talent, really. Um, the one thing I can say from my very first Jubilee, which was, I think, the second year that she did it, she was already handing the mic to other people. She has always been about expanding our bomb squad, which is both our audience and also the group of talent that we have either discovered or we've celebrated through the years. And she's tried to really not be the Mm. only reason why you would come to an event. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's definitely true at Jubilee this year. She stood up and said, good morning. And you literally never saw her on stage again (laughs) because that's not what Jubilee is. It's about the, the whole community and all of the different voices that need to be heard and usually always tied to something very specific that's happening in culture or the economy or some trend that Carrie has identified. That's who ends up on stage at Jubilee. Sure, 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 sure. And you saw that reflected with the Magnolia cover of other yeah. talent, and they were there as well. And it is all – you can feel like there is a cohesion about like what's being talked about on the podcast and in the magazine at the events. And it does allow different people different entry points, which I think right. is – important for a brand these days. And look, you've been in the media world for 25 years on different aspects and sales and things like that. Um, And you've also been a part of the business side, which I know is not what we always have people and talk about. A lot of times it's content. How have you seen Cherry Bomb reflecting like the current trends of business married with content? Well, I think Carrie would claim that this is not true, but I feel like she was very prescient in making sure that she diversified her content streams early on. And as a business, you want to make sure you have diversified revenue streams, diversified content streams so that you can touch your audience wherever they live. That's, I think, the only way we're going to scale is to make sure that we're bringing the brand to people wherever they want to see the brand. Um, So uh, when I think about things like, how do we scale when people expect Carrie to be everywhere? It's it's about just expanding what we're doing as a brand in every single channel. Um, the business side is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. I think Carrie and I had a relationship before I came yep. back as CEO. I was her contract pub, contract publisher and essentially represented her to marketers who wanted to target either the audience or they wanted to be associated with women in culinary. Um, And I think that I was in a very specific lane and I was focused on revenue generation. And Mm. that was exactly the right place for me to be at that moment. I think during the pandemic, Carrie had a moment where she thought, wow, this is actually a real business because people rely on it. And we need to make sure that it, as you said, exists 10 years from now. Mm. So I came back because she really wanted to put the structure around what we're doing so that we can grow and do exciting different things. She has a lot of dreams. Carrie has like probably 15 business ideas in her brain on any given day. I'm here to help her squeeze out the one that's going to be the best and help her bring it to market. Um, but yeah, the business side is, uh, I mean, I think that you, you've also been in media for a very long time sure. on the content side. It's always been sort of the separation of two sides of the same coin, but there was always a tension between content and business not anymore that has gone away there is no there's no separation i mean they used to literally be on different floors depending on where you worked if it was a magazine and it was it was 
I don't know if illegal is the right word, but it was like, you do not, you do not cross streams. You do not see each other. And now with the economy of things, I mean, you know, I have seen branded marketing as content prop up entire brands and companies like, yes. And, and and there's just, um, there's no separation. Like there's no idea of selling out anymore. It's about you. It's you as a brand, as a creative to find the right way to bring in sponsors, keep yourself afloat and tell the stories you want to tell. Well, and consumers are smart. They mm-hmm. know exactly what's going on and they understand either they're paying for the content or someone's sponsoring it. There's really no in between. And yeah, you're right. There used to be separate for- floors, <laughs> probably only one business side person that was allowed to speak to editorial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now you have content creators who actually if you think about what's happened on social media, mm-hmm. they can get b- direct brand deals. They don't need a media intermediary Mm-mm. to help them get to a brand. Um, so yeah, consumers are smart. They, yeah. they know why it's happening. And if it's done really well, it can be great content as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you find like endemic brands like pots and pans or, you know, things like that, that are just, like, well, I'm using this anyway, so let's let's find a way to work together. Um, all right, I want to take a quick musical break, and then when I come back, I want to talk about your decision to come on as a CEO, the Goldilocks economy that's being powered by the girl economy and the WeFunder, which is so exciting, and I see that you've already crossed the half-million-dollar mark, which is so, so, so impressive. We have a song from the archives here on Snacky Tunes on Heritage Radio Network.
Welcome back to Snacky Tunes. We are with Kate Miller Spencer, CEO of Cherry Bomb. And I want to talk to you about becoming the CEO of Cherry Bomb because taking on that role, deciding that you are going to be, I don't say like the buck stops with you for decisions, but sort of the person where you are just making a lot of the big decisions when you have a lot of different things being thrown at you. What made you want to take on not just that responsibility as the role, but the responsibility for a brand that is as beloved as Cherry Bomb itself? I think it's exactly the last thing you said. Mm. I took this on because the brand is so beloved. I think about everything in my career leading to this point. If I think about my my history, I ran a rep firm, so I ran a business before. I know about everything from payroll and taxes and all of the the gritty behind the scenes things that you don't normally think about. To me, I did that for 17 years. It's it's part of what I know. Then you add marketing and sales on top of that. And again, as a rep firm owner, I've had to make payroll. Once you've made payroll and you know how to do that, mm. and you know the stress of the, like, how do we make sure the cash flow moves through the system properly sure. so everybody gets paid on time? Like, once you have gotten over the fear of that, I think... I think you're ready to be, to be the CEO of your own company. I think a lot of people, I mean, there's so many people who start companies and who are essentially their own CEOs. Um, I came back because Carrie wanted to take the brand to the next level Mm -hmm. and I was ready for a new challenge and really felt like I had all of these different pockets of skill sets that I wanted to bring to bear on one thing that I really cared about. And I really care about Cherry Bomb and I care about its audience and I carry about I care about the brand integrity. I care about the message. I care about making sure that we always fulfill all of our brand promises. And I think consumers are looking for brands that they believe in. Mm-hmm. And I've worked on a lot of food media brands. And I said this to Carrie many, many years ago, and I still think she doesn't believe me. But I have never seen the level of passion for a brand like I've seen for Cherry Bomb. And so it's... it's uh, it was, a, it was a big challenge to take this on, to sort of make a pivot in my career. I was at a, you know, a big corporate job that was getting bigger every day. Um, but I want to do something that I really, 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 really believe in. And I believe in Cherry Bob. I mean, it's a beautiful sentiment and uh, lucky to find that opportunity to take what you believe in and tie to like what's being reflected in the business world. And you're seeing this now, like you are seeing a lot of more women owned businesses and, you know, the girl economy, which, you know, Carrie and I talked about, especially seeing the summer, Taylor Swift, Barbie, Beyonce. I mean, that those are like three of the biggest multi-billion dollar revenue generators dovetailing with these things like cherry bomb and, and other things that are representing um, this economy. Is that, is that coalescence what led to saying like, this is the moment for us to do this WeFunder for us to try and go to the next level. Cause you're just seeing it reflected everywhere you look. It was not the moment that we decided to do it, but boy, it certainly helped that sure. we launched right at that moment. It took about a year to get mm. the company structured. We had to refile from a New York com- company to a Delaware C-Corp 
to be able to take on capital. Um, we restructured a lot of what we were doing with the finances. That took some time. So by the time we got around to announcing the WeFunder, um, which was in play, I think it took us about two and a half months to get that whole thing live on WeFunder. It just happened to completely happen in the moment when everybody was thinking about how women are spending their money and what's happening with the girl economy. Um, I mean, there's been a lot written about it. I think mm-hmm. it's it's great for you, actually, that it was the music industry <laughs> that yeah. sort of started this whole thing. It is so funny. Carrie and I talk a lot about how for this generation, food has always been a big part of what they're mm-hmm. they're focused on. Mm-hmm. It's the, the core of their cultural touch point. But music, boy, this summer, music sort of took back its rightful Sure. Throne. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's other artists too, SZA, Ice Spice. I mean, there's like, you, you know, just it, it's it's a trickle down of of so many strong female musical artists that have just, uh, Carolyn Polachek, you know, have just you've just seen, you've seen this, and you've seen people who want to support this industry, and and sometimes it's posting, sometimes it's just you know showing up as a fan, and sometimes it's cash, and sometimes like cash is just the answer. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the WeFunder, what you set up, but I don't know if everyone, I, I, this is probably, I should have led with this early on. For those who do not know what WeFunder is, what is WeFunder and how did you land on deciding to start your own? WeFunder is a marketplace that allows any investor, whether you're accredited, which is something that's defined, it's based, it's based on how much investable income you have or mm-hmm. assets you have, um, WeFunder is basically democratizing investing and allowing people to invest in brands and people that they know or love or brands that they discover on the platform. And, you know, it started a while ago. It didn't really come to its current form until March of 2021. Mm. There was a new law put into place that really, uh, uh, this is monitored by the SEC. So it's an actual legitimate investment and it, the portal allows you to discover new brands and Carrie had invested in a couple of brands through WeFunder. And it was one of mm. the first things that she said to me when I started was, I really want to do a WeFunder. And I said, I think there might be an easier way to go straight to <laughs> well, yeah, investors sure. or seed investors. But, you know, it's been a weird year if you're trying to raise money as a mm-hmm. business owner. The capital markets have sort of dried up a little bit. It's not free money so, anymore with the changing. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. No, a lot has changed in that arena. So what we loved about WeFunder is that what we're doing is actually called a community round. So this Mm. is for our community. They get first crack and invested in in Cherry Bomb, and they get to participate in where we go next. And I I think that that's why we did the WeFunder was Carrie wanted to do it. And it was her way of sort of sharing what's going to happen with the brand with our audience. I mean, I'm an investor and it feels great to be a part of it um, for my own personal reasons because I do want to know that it's going to be around in five, ten years. I don't want to ever – look, I've said this about restaurants. is like once they announce that they're shutting down, it is too late. Like there is no amount of patronage that you can give to a restaurant when they've made that tough decision to close. And so knowing there's an opportunity before that's even – that's not what we're talking about here, but to be like I'm going to support. But beyond that – how does this strengthen the Cherry Bomb community just from a holistic point of view? I think it is 
inviting people into the business side of our brand. To this point, you could participate by coming to events and listening to our podcast, buying our magazine. There was definitely a a way to participate in Cherry Bomb, but our audience, I think, will get stronger Mm. because we have this investment community now. Yeah, I mean, once you have a strong community, once you have an established brand, and once you have the monies in, where does that all go? Because I think it's easy to say like, oh, we'll just do more Jubilees. Oh, we're just going to scale things like that. But you have to have more of a plan than just doing a more is more, which you've already said doesn't really mean success. I think what we're going to do is expand the brand into new arenas. Mm. And what that means is we really believe that in addition to needing an HQ just for business operations, we'd love to have a place that is a place you can come to visit the brand. Mm. Whether you are a cookbook author, a chef, you have a new show you want to promote, we're dreaming up this. I mean, it's still in in the blue sky state because we're trying to figure out, number one, what we can afford to do. But is there a test kitchen? Is there a cookbook library? Is there a member lounge? Is there a place for us to host events? Could we host our podcast in a studio Mm -hmm. that's in our own space? I think there's a lot of things that we could do to bring the brand to life. And consumers are definitely looking for things yeah. that are that are IRL. People want to get out and come to events and go to concerts. And I think that's what happened this summer is like people showed up in movie theaters and concerts again and, and really spent their money on things that, get, that brought them joy. Um, we know that every single time we interact with our audience, our audience gets stronger. So Cherry Bomb is a, as a place is probably the lowest hanging fruit. And then I think there's other content streams that we could focus on, whether it's travel or the whole idea of beauty and wellness as it relates to food. Um, I mean, I think that Carrie would love to do some unscripted television. Mm-hmm. We'll just like drop that nugget for you right there. There. I love it. Yeah. I <laughs> we mean, know who to call. <laughs> yeah. You know who to call. Um, you know, I think what you're offering up to these people that are that love Cherry Bomb and, and are looking for a space is this idea of community and inclusivity and that that dangerous word of authenticity. But I mean, ten years on, it's just you've just offered a pretty clear vision of who you are and who you're supporting it and what you want to tell. Do you see that is the path forward just to keep doubling down, tripling down on those sort of tenets of the brand? Yes, I think it's about telling culinary stories in a unique and interesting way. I think that we, you will see us partnering with more content creators. I think there's a lot of people doing incredibly creative things on social media that are in you know, a lane adjacent to us that we could help do a partnership program with them, bring them brand opportunities, have them do branded content on Cherry Bomb's platform, have them do editorial content for us. Um, that group of people is something we're going to, we're going to really help to, um, build. We don't have a name for it. We keep calling it the bomb squad, but you know, the bomb squad means everything. It's the audience, it's the listener, it's the people that show up to events. Um, so content creators is a place where we're really going to take a big step in 2024. Yeah. I mean, listen, most brands will make it 10 years, you know, most, I, I have magazines of things that I love that have gone away. And whether that was hubris or just life circumstances, who knows? So the fact that you're thinking about the future is 
pretty incredible. The fact that you have the space to think about the future, because sometimes it's just like, we just got to get out the next issue and that's about it. Or we got to do the next event. So let's say when the WeFunder comes into fruition, because we all know it will happen, and another 10 years have passed, what does Cherry Bomb look like? Where do you see its place in the culinary community? What a great question. 10 years from now, I think we will be a household name. Mm. I think that we will have products and content that you can listen to, that you can watch, that you can visit, that you can touch and feel, that you can use potentially on your body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's lifestyle. It's like you walk into someone's house and like, there's the cherry band pot and then you open up in the kitchen and like, okay, like here's some spices from someone who's affiliated with cherry bomb. And it just becomes part of your life because it's who you want to represent. And it's what you want to be associated with. I mean, it's what brands it just become extensions of, of who people are. And I think nowadays, and I see this with condiments, especially in the kitchen as well, that like what you stock and what you put in your house is telling a story about who you are, what you stand for and cherry bomb just fantastic storyteller. Well, and I think that the, the people that we are seeking to discover and showcase, we just did uh, an issue of the magazine called the future of food 50. Mm-hmm. And it's an extension of the podcast we launched this year. The future of food is you hosted by Abina Anam Samwa, who won a James Beard award in June as mm-hmm. emerging voice in, in uh, broadcast media for her work on that show. And that list of 50 people, I had to Google probably almost, <laughs> let's just say 30 of the 50 are names I had never heard of. And I, I mean, feel like yeah. that yeah. that's something to be to be said. And people are looking for what's going to come next. Mm-hmm. What, who can I support? What what are the new ideas? What's Where is the innovation coming from? If you look at Cherry Bomb's Future Food 50 list, that's... I mean, brands should be looking at that list. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yes, I agree. And I, I, I think there is space for a new major content brand who's telling stories that people want to hear and see and read about and things like that. Um, Kate, can't thank you enough for making time for us. If people want to read the magazine or if people want to become uh, an investor, where can they go for the WeFunder? The WeFunder address is wefunder.com forward slash cherry dot bomb. And if they want to read the magazine, our store is on our website, cherrybomb.com. Cherry Bomb with an E. Just relaunched, if I remember, or just I saw yesterday. We relaunched our store. We we moved to a new warehouse. Mm. And our store was closed for several weeks. And it is now reopened. And we had an issue that just came out in September. We have our holiday issue coming out in November, early November, with the fabulous Molly Boz on the cover. So we're very excited about that. Um, But yes, cherrybomb.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you to also to London and Carrie for helping to set this up. We have another song from the archives and a live performance here on Snacky Tunes on Heritage Radio Network.
My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. In the studio today, we got She Keeps Bees. Hello. Hello. And obviously, the first question on the show today yes. is where? Where? I know. As soon as we get out of this apartment, then I'll, I'll have, we only have one window that looks directly into someone else's apartment, so half the time there's no real light coming in. Wait a second. That was not the question. <laughs> the question is, where do you keep the bees? I know. Well, what, I, well we um, will once we have an apartment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot that. I went yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. Ended. This seems like, a, uh, it seems like a common question. <laughs> It is. I know. And because uh, uh, I just don't just have so you know how the interview process goes, if you were answering the question for somebody else previously, yeah. you can't just pick it up midway for us because yeah. we didn't get that first information. So just got it. Just no, I learned know. it from my mom. It's usually that's how the story goes. It's always like she's like in the middle and then he died. Yeah. Oh, and then it's Mozart like, says what? to you know his pizza guy. Uh, so you two just got back from recording your new yeah. record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was that? It was insane. It was like a dream. We had purpose every day. It was awesome. <laughs> we, were, we were in the middle of the woods and um, in, in, this, a log cabin. in a log cabin. Which, Where? Yeah, in uh, about two hours north of here. And, and it was surrounded by mountains and trees and, and stars and blue jays. Blue jays. blue jays? Yeah, they're nasty little stinkers, too. Apparently, they're but really they're good mean. looking. Oh, yeah. Not the friendly Disney goo. kind? Yeah, no. No, not at all. <laughs> it's like they're always hurting other birds. Yeah, it was drama I every morning. Blue jays. So did you, how was the inspiration? We were, uh, yeah, and amazing. Half the time it was just we would be, there's windows everywhere, so we'd try to start a song, and i just start staring off into space, and like, whoa, you, sorry, what are you talking about to me? Always, always, <laughs> always. Just what you never say anything. <laughs> just let her go. Whatever. Yeah, was she? Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was Did, amazing. It was a dream. Was it writing true. and recording or just no? Writing? I yeah, I had everything pretty much uh, set up. There were only a couple times where I'm like, don't say horseshoe. What what rhymes with? Oh God, you know, wandering around looking at uh, wood. Wood. That sounds like a good idea. Don't so say weird. horseshoe. Was uh, God? You, how many horse? Another horseshoe song. No. Fuck. <laughs> Were you completely removed from civilization, or where is it like... Uh, there was a diner, like, five minutes from the house. Yeah, but we did lose power for about a day and a half, and uh, we had to learn how to use the, like, old-timey wood stove. <laughs> and it was like, this, okay, this is the test. And so it's, we burned it down, and then we had to, you know, find, find another shelter. Did you do a lot of cooking? What were you cooking? Yeah, yeah, it was always... always a lot of stew... Pizzas. Oh yeah, we made a lot of pizza. This man, he, we became grandma and grandpa. I I started embroidering. He started making stock for no apparent reason. It was like we were making chicken stock all the time, just in case. Just in case. Sleep at nine thirty in the morning, at night, getting up at seven, being like, "Are the mountains still there?" Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's that's what purpose will get you. It was like. A yeah. dream, really insane. That's four o'clock. I have a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> like I will. The sun's going down. And it's like, I know because as soon as because it was like camping because it was just like floor to ceiling, twenty four foot ceiling. Whose place was this? It, well, we found it on Craigslist. I don't know how he did it. He's younger than me, so he's very savvy with the internet. I, every time I do something on Google, it's always like 
you've reached this porn place. You know? <laughs> and, and he finds it and he's like, I got a deal. We got this. We're ready to go. They're going to give us a car for free. I'm like, ah, how are you That's doing? That's not true. They did it's not give true. us a car. No, but we got them to get the price down. That's nice. This, this is like a luxury house. You know, it's like. Negotiated. Yeah, you, for, you know, I always forget that, like, there really is all these woodsy forests. Fancy pants stuff right yeah. outside New York. Mm-hmm. I know that people never use. And their keys are usually yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> uh, nowhere uh, near nowhere. the house. The, in the house. <laughs> actually, it's actually a trick question. The front doors are just always unlocked. Exactly. Uh, for, every, we... yeah, for every half an hour, you get outside. It's like yeah. a decade back. Yeah. <laughs> you get two hours out. It's like the 1950s. No one locks their doors. Yeah. Only diners. Yeah. Oh my god. So uh, why don't miles. we uh, have you play a song? All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah, I like the. Uh, I mean, no one could see it because this is radio. But the. Are you uh, sure about that? I'm pretty. Well, that guy. I don't know. Can't. I don't know if but I the, like uh, B, the B themed shakers. You have no idea. They were a gift. I'm trying not to be the B lady, but it's happening. It's like, oh, another B candle holder. Awesome. Uh, I mean, oh, you kind of. What are you gonna do? You kind of. I'm gonna embrace tattoo. it totally. Does anybody remember that episode from The Tick with that guy who had a pig for a foot and he got all these like pig presents and it was the exact same thing. It's like you get one pig yes, present. It is, it is. It is exactly like that. I mean. Watch more of that show. Collected pigs. Yeah, it's like oh, Pig, uh, yeah. Great, a, a bee dress. Actually, a bee dress would be pretty cool. Yeah, when I when am I gonna have that yet? Hey, listeners. Okay. All right. <laughs> next, she, next she keeps bee shows. Bring the dress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go on, live okay. on Snacky Tunes. All right. Maybe I'm gonna do this so I don't weird okay. myself out. I can hear myself. Okay, here we go. Don't follow me, honey. Not the road you want to be on. Yeah, the sky makes it sunny. I know I'll be the one you gotta lean on. You've got some time to spill and shine what you think you may want. See, you got the nerve. All the nerve to be so kind If I myself a little rabbit hole Too dark for believing in lies Lies, lies Oh, stand up and fight Stand up and fight Stand up and fight Fight, fight Oh, the river you damn won't dry And the feelings you have, it's alright Just please, sister, please give it time Cause not everybody walks straight line Straight line, 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 line
I'm feeling Matt. a little like I can't. I got my double pants. I got three sweaters on. <laughs> Sitting down in comfy chair. Oh yeah, it's, it's. I was like, I can't get the wall. So I'm sorry. It's winter today. Yeah. yeah, and I got I got lovely pizza all over my face. That was great. Yeah, we really uh, we what really. What's that song called? Ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. Ribbon yeah. horseshoe. Ribbon horseshoe. <laughs> ribbon horseshoe. <laughs> the classic. The classic. That, that classic. classic Shiki's piece, ribbon horseshoe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we really, uh, we do not set people up. We're like, come in, it's warm, and here's a bunch of pizza. Now, could you play a little something for us? <laughs> here's some I'm hot like, chocolate. Got, I'm like, oh, look, here's some dude, hot chocolate really and good. a blanket. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. be getting a, a back rub, and there'll be some soothing music the entire time. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, so now you're back in New York. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's, it, we're, we're frightened by every noise. Every noise, it's scary. We're like, what the hell is that? Oh, did you, you like lost your city sense? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's coming back, definitely, but we, we were kind of overzealous the first night that we came in we we got this Yukon like huge SUV rental car to I take look, everything back I've never been I've never been in a car that people were like hey <laughs> check you out you know and then it was like we looked like homeless children so it was like yeah daddy just buy you that like yeah. what and uh, so quickly, just trying to be as aggressive as, I mean, clearly, <laughs> if you're driving a bus, like, no problem, I'll just run you over. Uh, so we dropped that off in the city, and then we're like, let's go drinking! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no problem! <laughs> We've just been going to bed at 9.30 every night, sure, you know, and we lasted like 10 minutes. Like, yeah, that first that first night <laughs> back in New York drinking is... And then, but after moving back to yeah. you, you're like, what is wrong with us? It's either, it's either very long me. or very short. Almost yeah. killed you? Yeah. Moving, I, moving I all of our equipment done. back into the house. I didn't realize that I'm like carrying a pillow yeah, just, and a plant, and he's carrying like a you know seven speakers. <laughs> Why are you so tired? Yeah, <laughs> hurry up! I'm like, just need a little. Uh, need a little uh, I got a plan. I gotta get my plan together. Yeah, I'm starting to tunnel. Uh, I mean, he's like, I'm just gonna lie here, and she's gonna feel so bad. Yeah. I mean, that uh, getting out of that New York rhythm, uh, you know the. <laughs> We get older as uh, these things happen, and getting back into it just gets a little bit harder uh-huh. every time. Just yeah. like, yeah, just like, <laughs> did I really used to be up till? Se- How did I do that? <laughs> Two hours of sleep? No, nope. yeah. I, no, I no, have no, to no. assume that uh, people who were my bosses did what I did when I was younger, because they definitely had to give me some grace. Yeah, because there's you, you come and you're like, yeah, I got this. No one knows that I was I was out. <laughs> No one's going to notice if I go take a nap in the bathroom for an hour. And the boss is just like, mm, could you just not, if you could just not smell like what you did yeah, last yeah. night. like a brewery. Be, yeah. Showers are so fun. Not yeah, I remember, the, yeah. I remember being to- hearing that phrase, smell like a brewery when I was younger. And being like, how could you get that drunk? And then. Yeah. Be, I've, like, I've, never, I've never heard that. I've never pores? heard that phrase before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Directed at you, yeah, personally. Yeah. Uh, so you're back in New York. Yeah. Uh, how long are you here before you're back on the road? Um, I guess for like the next couple months, we're going to be mixing and uh, mastering and trying to get uh, the album together by my next March, and then we're just going to try to just do full push and What's... go. Well, we're. I guess we we're going to probably go to Europe for a little bit, um, uh-huh. but then we're going to come a back. Jaunt. Just a jaunt. Just a quick. <laughs> Sometimes they feed us too there. This is like one of the... Actually, that's why we support this place all the time. Because it's like, they feed you and it, you can tell that the food is made with love. And this place is amazing. By the way, she's referencing Roberta's. Roberta's, You yeah. left again. Again. Just going to help you out here. I, I know. This so, is what this has to do so every time. When, uh, what, what's the food like for the mixing? Is it different than the recording food? Yeah. Are, you make, is it, are, you not, are you taking the time to make stocks? Or are you like, I'm just getting any Thai takeout that... <laughs> 
don't know what were we eating like tuna wraps the other oh, day oh yeah we were like it's getting sad it was first house. it was like a tuna wrap breakfast and then I was like <laughs> oh do we have to do this for lunch too cold tuna dinner we're going out dinner we're going out <laughs> dinner we're going out to buy more tuna <laughs> and more more wrap yeah. Mercury. Yeah, you get in that studio tunnel and you're just like, first yeah. menu, oh, whatever. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah, we, coffee. I know. And now we've set up the studio just today and, and, and <laughs> like we were listening to it in this cathedral like setting and now we're just like, what? This doesn't just sound like crap. I think it helps though. Yeah. You oh, know, smaller uh, size. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, engineers. Uh, Andrew WK actually wrote uh, a long time ago when he did his first record, like, if it sounds good at one, it'll sound good at ten. Nice. And that's how he mixes all of his records. He's the party, <laughs> he's the party master. Yeah. He mixes them quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's a good idea. Yeah, like, uh, and a lot of, like, other producers, like, when we were starting out, the tips were, like, everything will sound good when that bass is, like, kicking, but if it sounds all right when it's really quiet. Speaking yeah, of yeah. listening to music, let's hear another song. Okay. okay. That's a transition. Oh, yeah. Boom. Okay. God. All right. Well, what are you going to do? Okay, I'm frightened. But this one's I'm about gonna... horseshoes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the horseshoe popsicle song. Yes. Is this a shaker or a, um, a tambourine? I, I guess this is going to be, I'm going to attempt an, uh, the brand new Which thing one? that's happening. Maybe I should just chill this. Okay. Okay, maybe I do. Here, I'm gonna this. do here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gonna try and change it. Better know what you want. Remember how he's changed your mind before Long as I have waited To knock the crust off you Whirling everything around me as if I make you my moon. over there. 
man, we are killing it. <laughs> so it's gonna be a lot fuller than the album. But that's um, that's that's something Andy didn't, didn't practice. practice. Yeah, I know. And I kept telling you, are you gonna do the tambo jingly? She wouldn't and let me bring like, my miniature drum set. Well, I you because you didn't practice, man. I want to touch ship, dude. <laughs> Those are pretty interesting lyrics. What's yeah. your inspiration for? Uh... Um, and... <laughs> well, I'm not playing the next song. That's right. You better just chill. You can, you Eat can, some more pizza. You can, yeah, yeah. I throw them under a bus. We, we I do it. Throws me under a bus so every time. So we, we call uh, we like call these me a house meetings to make magic. Yeah. This is the she keeps bees house meeting. Yeah, <laughs> live on some, Snacky Tunes therapy. <laughs> Some band Just therapy. call in. Tell me where to keep the bees. Where the horseshoe song should be <laughs> <Yeah>. placed. <laughs> oh, the bees are in the horseshoe. Oh, the oh horseshoe. spoiler alert. <laughs> uh. Thank God we sorted this out. Oh, my nose. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. So talk to us about the new album. Okay. It, it, it's been recorded. Yeah. You're mixing. Who's it coming out on? We're, we're putting it out ourselves here, and then we have a little label in the UK that's um, got us some... A European distribution, so it's just sort of going to come out in different countries, and hopefully we'll be able to to tour. And then, you know, we we definitely want to do some touring of the states. Probably, hopefully, in April, maybe. I'm like, any takers? Anyone want to hang out with us? Anyone hang out with us? Yeah, show us where to so, eat. So, do you just like hop in the car and just go? Totally. I have a '92 Mazda Ooh. that I've had since I was 16. It's almost classic car. <laughs> we just got what a makes new it classic? Tour. That's the one with the uh, seatbelts, right? Yeah, oh. and actually, movable mm. seatbelts. Oh, I forgot yeah. about those. Yeah, where you well, open one the door and then, yeah, no, one of them you have to kind of do yourself. The motor is constantly trying to pull it back. Actually, yeah, it's very confused. It's like, <laughs> you have one purpose in life and you are failing seatbelt. <laughs> no, please, just make, put me What's, on. Uh, what was your decision to put it out yourself here? Why Why that route? I mean, I guess we're, we, we're not really just, we're just not waiting around for like, you know, a, a label and everything that we've been doing has sort of been... Um, sort of contracted out anyway so I guess we, we were just like what I don't know if somebody's interested we want to talk <laughs> I don't know but it's also being you want to be a part of a family like you want to be right. supportive yeah. of like of that of of that group you know and so we just nothing's really um you know connected that way but I mean we've been our sort of our own label we've put out records every year since since we met 2006 yeah five. Um, so, so I swear we haven't been not doing anything. This, I mean, we just gave you a seven inch too. We have oh, yeah. two with your two grandma songs. and my grandma <laughs> and my grandpa took the picture Aww. and I recreated his stamp. I found it on an old picture and so I made that. And even though he was like such a stickler about cropping, it was always like no one is smiling in these pictures. It's always took forever. You know, <laughs> no one is happy. The dog is tired. Like You're you losing know, the sunset. You're losing the sunset. The sun <laughs> is gone. And what I've been doing is cropping the picture and putting him on record. So uh, um, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, we doesn't have to know. We want to thank you for coming in. That's it? No. Yeah, we're going to play you. one more song. I know, but uh, we're having a good time. I know. We're having a great time. <laughs> well, thank you for out? having us. I know. We're so, so happy to be here. Uh, one more question. Secret uh, what do you uh, what do you eat on the road? What's your what's your uh, tour dietary? We try to go to the grocery store as much as we can. Tour what? On tour? On tour? What do you eat on tour? Oh, on tour? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we attempt to grocery shopping. Yeah. To eat healthy things. Like yeah. Nuts in the and beginning, and, and then like at the end, you're like, oh, give me the god, gosh darn fries. Fries. Give me those fries. <laughs> 
yeah. give him the surprise. It's like, I'm going to be eating alfalfa all tour. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, peanut like, butter and jelly raw and almonds, butter. okay? Yeah. Well, I make a little snack pack. Oh, I'm sorry. Is, is there salt on those cashews? Yeah, no, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. By the end, no, it's like, let me get that double burger. <laughs> yeah. Double burger. I want fries on the burger. I want yeah. cheese yeah. on top of it. And deep fried egg. Yeah, thank you. All of it. All of it. I know. I don't know what happens. Deep fried the bun, too. It's so funny. I know. They'll do that for you. Yeah. Yeah, but going to the grocery store definitely is smart, you know, because sometimes you're like, ah, let me get a water. And you're like, I could have gone to the grocery store. It's like a dollar, you know, but sometimes, oh, convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. It's Uh, funny how it becomes less convenient. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. And and with that. Anyway, so uh, let's let's do the whole laundry list of if I want to find you online. Oh, awesome. Yes. Um, We're on Face Space. We're on my... (laughs) Space. My town. My town. What book? Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Um, yeah, shikispeace.com, which uh, is, needs a little help. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we have Flash going on it. I don't know why. It's like the last people on earth. Don't try it on your on your iPhone. No, uh, just yeah. stop working. Just stop working. Yeah, um, and, and Bandcamp also, you can yeah. buy all of our albums from us. You can us. listen to everything we've ever recorded at, at our Bandcamp. Page which is she keeps bees dot yeah which everything we've recorded has been self recorded self released yeah, yeah self so yeah. self recorded self mixed yeah. self put out yeah yeah DIY yeah yeah, uh. yeah. Uh. and if I want to buy uh, horseshoes we're gonna horseshoes uh, <laughs> the horseshoes soon she keeps bees classic horseshoe songs and everyone and if someone wanted to send you some bee paraphernalia they could just awesome nine fifty yeah. Heart Street let's do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we know where to really find Come you. Come on down. Yeah. And we never leave it uh, locked. So. Yeah, yeah. The, key, the key is under the mat. The key is oh, in God. the plastic B under the mat. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. We've thank been uh, finger on the pulse. Uh, I'm glad to see that. Never forget. Oh. It's back to the world of living. You're going right back to the couch. I gotta go back yeah, to work. I'm going to bed. No. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go all the way across town. I'm going super no. west side. Are you wearing double pants? I, no, you know what? I, I, it's like waist up. I'm always bundled, and then I'm yeah. like, "How oh, those wear jeans?" Yeah, no. Like, why are my thighs cold? I'm, I'm <laughs> it's sweating. True. My biceps are sweating. No, I'm, I'm my like, my biceps. <laughs> <are sweating. laughs> oh, oh, God, anyway, classic uh, problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you to Whole Foods uh, for being delicious and keeping us mm. on air. Uh, Jack Insley, Rack Tech, the whole Heritage family. Awesome. Roberta's for Roberta's. feeding us. Mm-hmm. Oh my Best. God. Pizza is the greatest. Uh, Hangover yes. cure ever. Mm-hmm. And Greg and George, our food guests. I'm excited. Yeah. What a day. Yeah. What a day. What a day. I can't believe we did that in one hour. Done. I'm done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really earned it. Pack it in. Yeah, you really earned it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh last song she keeps bees, what do we ha- what do we have? Um an old old song called uh, Cold Eye. Okay, great. Yeah. All any, right. You want any tambo on Oh, this man, or? if you're feeling it. I'll just lay back. No, man, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> already, you're done with your job, too. Yeah, look huh? at this. Uh, this half of the room is <laughs> working. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. She needs to be live with Snacky Tunes. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> you
everything to you When I hit you on the knuckle, baby You look me in death in the eye Watch you see it right through me too Tambo solo So good. Tunes is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.